0: ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist. You ain't got to do nothing on what you ain't writing nothing. <laughs> no, you ain't writing
1: anyway, nothing. I ain't letting
0: him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Hawkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Hawkins Show.
1: I don't get no interviews. I don't.
0: On 929 FM, ESPN.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. You Cause I make you ugly I soon have it drop square on a rap Bubbles popping up before you know it There's rubble in the We'll be pushing it up Somebody say You better run Yeah the in yeah.
0: the last Ladies and gentlemen, what i
1: Tuesday. about
0: to witness is no illusion.
2: Let's see, that means uh, today on the radio show, we got uh, the percentage straight up at 10 o'clock, and then Fish on Friday on Tuesday, our man in Washington, D.C., will join the show. That is the lineup. For today, we do have a whole lot to get to. The uh, the Grizz lost last night, and Penny says he does not know who's he's going to start. Jeffrey, he's just going to start a bunch of dogs out <clears throat> there. That's what he's going to do. <laughs> we will we we will talk about all of that. I did think I would begin. Grizzlies lose last night to the Kings, one hundred three to ninety four, and it was truly a I mean, it, 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 it has reached a level of utter absurdity, right? The, the lineups that they are fielding.
3: When you're having to bring up Matthew Hurt just to be able to play, not to
2: bring up Matthew right. Hurt to get a to look. To be allowed to play. It's to be able to functionally to be allowed play. to field a team, you have to sign him to a 10-day and bring him up and put him in the lineup and give him minutes so you can play a game. When you have 11! 11! 11 players on the injured list. Take that for that. When you are playing among the... So you've got eight players. You need to have... The NBA requires that you have eight players in order to to commence playing. And when those players include um, Matt Hurt, who you just signed to a 10-day, Scotty Pippen Jr., who you just signed to a two-way contract, G League player, uh, Gilliard, right, G League player, um, Gigi Jackson uh, on a two-way. Those are four of the eight. Of the players you are playing last night, only Jaron Jackson Jr. has not appeared in G League games. Like, everyone else has played in the G League. Yeah. Um, and you hung in there.
3: You, you you hung in there. Not not only did you some, hang in there. Jeff, somewhere out there, calling it the perfect loss. <laughs> with four forty three left, you were up by four points and covered on the Sacramento Kings. Again, some called it the perfect loss. You the, three point
2: shooting had a had a large part to do with all of this. The Grizzlies hit seven out of their first ten
3: threes. Sacramento missed. Their first 10 threes. Yeah, it, took, it felt like it took Sacramento a quarter to get to Memphis.
2: And so um, after that, Sacramento was 11 to 28, because they were 6 of 26. So it, it, did, uh, it did change dramatically from that point going forward. And they finally uh, put together, did the Kings, a 15 to 2 run um, to, uh, to win the game uh, 103 to 94. There was a moment in there, though. Uh, uh, l- listen, the, the, the whole game was—it was, it was uh, feisty. It was uh, a, a, a group of players with no chance of winning took it to the Kings. It was—it was, it was uh, fun. It was all of that stuff, like plucky, good on you, Grizz. with three minutes and change left. left. Grizzlies down by one. Jaron, finished with 22. Yep. He gets his fifth foul. Now, mind you, there's three minutes and 43 seconds left. So, Jaron is your best player. He's the one legitimate. I mean, he's the... He's, he's the one dude you have. And so what does Taylor Jenkins do with fifth fouls, with five fouls, because you want him for the critical final moments, I guess? Um, Taylor Jenkins sits him. And by the time he gets back in, game's over, effectively. Um, our man Chris Harrington, who, um, who, who who is perpetually irked by coaches who sit players in foul trouble, who then, when they reinsert them, never foul out. On the theory that the coach is like, we need him for the final critical minutes. And Chris is always like, the minutes count just as much in the second quarter and the third quarter as they do at the end. And if the player never fouls out, by definition, you have lost minutes that that player could have played. Yeah. So, Chris, in the postgame, asked Taylor Jenkins about this decision. Here's that exchange.
3: You were down one with about three and a half minutes to go when
2: Jaron got the fifth foul. What's the reason for bringing him out at that stage
0: of the game? We were on defense, just wanted to save him possession. Uh, Probably could have called timeout shorter after that to get him back in. That
2: was it. That was it. So, I want to make clear. I am not outraged by this at all. I am not uh, on a Taylor Jenkins rant about this at all. I kind of think it's a good thing the Grizzlies lost last night, and I think this decision contributed to the loss. Um, I would ask you this, though, Jeffrey. Okay. Well, what did you think of the answer? So I, What
3: do you think of the explanation? 3.43 uh, left. I and- had no problem with the answer because the answer was to, directly to the question. Well, he, he certainly sides. answered the question. He, the, the reason
2: he said he sat him was they were on defense at that moment, and he didn't want him to pick up a foul on defense. And, so, and then, then he said, I could have called timeout earlier to get him right. in, back sooner. Correct. So I have no problem. Okay, prob- I, I, I would ask you this. Isn't Jaron Jackson Jr., correct me if I'm wrong, former defensive player of the year? He is indeed. That checks out. Wouldn't you actually want him, if the goal is to, they've got, the, you've got, you're trailing by one. There's 343 left. Wouldn't you want the former, the reigning defensive player of the year on the court for his defensive prowess? Do I? Well, that gets it. So, so, on its merits,
3: let's just say this was a, let's say this twofold. was game, game I seven. Twofold. Of, I think twofold. I think twofold. That this well, if it's Game Seven, it's a different. I thing.
2: mean, it's just, so if the point is to win the game, it's Game Seven of the NBA Finals. Sure, what do you do? Uh, he's probably in there.
3: Well, then that's that's then the answer as a answer to winning the game is BS. But are we not acknowledging regular season games are different games than what's what? what then is so well. What then is the motivation? Unless it's let me I will ask you this. I mean, in playoffs games, the they, play ja, they play jaw they played jaw forty two minutes. He didn't take you think he took him out to rest him for load management no, with no. no, 343 no, no, no. Left? I, I do think he was saying I think I think his answer was actually consistent with what he's done. If you're gonna get upset that he takes out people in foul trouble, well that was dead. But he takes them out of foul trouble, so they're available in the final moments. This was the final moment. I think he was
2: trying to steal a possession. Steal a possession. He's the best defensive player you have. Try to steal a possession. Well, that raises, because I don't actually think, then this gets to the other question. Because here I am sitting here watching this. and I'm like, I don't mind this at all. Like, mm. here's the truth. We can say all we want that these Grizzlies are fun and they're plucky and isn't this great and whatever else. You know how much you can get in for the Cavs game for uh, this week? Is this the $1 ticket? No,
3: I don't see that. But, but yeah, somebody, somebody was put posting yesterday. There's a ticket available for one dollar. <laughs> well,
2: you can you can get in. I I, I saw uh, on the morning word uh, over at the Daily Memphian the e- early word, early word, the 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 email that you have they the sent morning out. edition the the early The word. early word. I just conflated them. Mm-hmm. The early word. Um, uh, th- there they had a there they had a a, a tweet embedded um, that said you can get in for five ninety five to the Cavs games. So. Whatever you think about, like this is fun and <laughs> everyone's a having a great team. time, and whatever else, like nobody cares. I- I- I'm being honest here. Like, no, the- we can applaud them. Hey, you know, in the same way can, that you can root for your guys, you in can the watch, same yeah. way that you do a seven-year-old team. Yeah, you
3: know what I mean. Hey, look at them, look at them. I'd say this is more like JV basketball, or <laughs> yeah, like look at look at how mm-hmm. hard they try. Yeah. I, I do. And, they're getting and, better, Jeff. And by, Within it, there's
2: stuff that is really important. Yeah. But you know what? JV basketball. What, what isn't important, like Vince Williams is important. Mm-hmm. Winning the game is not important. Mm-hmm. Indeed, losing the game, and I, I'd say maybe more important. And yeah, so that I, is the You can, that make, is the the argument. Th- you can make the I argument I don't believe now that, that he did it to tank.
3: I, I don't I agree. believe it. I would also say you can make the argument the odds have been flattened so much where they're going to be. A game or two doesn't ma- really matter. It
2: all makes a difference. It it's all like makes, a percentage point. It all makes... No, A, if you don't jump or not jump, you stay where you are. So it's a whole draft slot. I mean, it, honestly, if you... Again, I'm not sitting here saying the Grizzlies would be intentionally losing games at all. And I don't think they did it to tank. I actually think it makes it worse that they didn't do it to tank. Um, because then, then then you say, oh, and I just didn't call time out to put them back in. You know? I, I, it... As a winning strategy seems absurd to me, and and I don't believe they're doing it to not win. But if you were doing it to not win, it is defensible. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, to, to me, it is it is defensible because the, here's the your situ- best chance of getting a stop was him being on the floor. Because here is the the here is the situation in the reverse standings, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Are you say it's getting tight. It's, well, extraordinarily tight. And the problem is, is like you've lost. Jeff, it's January. There's still plenty of work to be done. It's not. So so very clearly, Detroit, Washington, uh, San Antonio, and
3: Charlotte. You're not catching them. Right. But you know who else you're not catching now? Portland. We don't know that. We still have a head-to-head. Still Still got a big head-to-head.
2: You are now, you're losing contact with them. Portland has 14 wins. You are up to 18 wins. And not only that, you've, there's a two-game gap between you and Toronto. You are game one, and a half. two, game three, and a half. four, five, and a half. six. You are seventh right now. You would be picking seventh of the seventh best odds. And, and I suppose it's conceivable that you could get to six and catch Toronto. Maybe even get to five and catch Portland. But a much better chance, a much better chance of slipping to eight, nine, or ten because you have 18 wins. Atlanta, Brooklyn, and Golden State. And by the way,
3: they should be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. They should all be embarrassed. I'm sure they are. You know, they that's a big look in the mirror group. They have 19 wins. The mm-hmm. Grizzlies, with
2: 11 players out, as devastated they are as they are and have been all year long, they have only one fewer win than Atlanta, Brooklyn, and Golden State. So plenty but if, of time, Jeff. If you had won last night... You would have tied all of those teams for victories. This was a critical. This was, in fact, a critical coaching decision to take your best player out,
3: best defensive player out, and best player out on a defensive possession. So, are we counting this for wins above replacement or losses above replacement? I, because I, effect, essentially what we're saying is effective job. Because we are like, if there were some, did you did you execute? Okay, do you do you believe? Let's just let's just flush this out. Do right. you think for a
2: moment? Well, if you think the point is that he would do it differently in Game Seven, that's yeah, Because I then, think the, they, th- then the point is, you really want to win the game, and if you really want to win the game, then you really want Jaron. You're saying you really want Jaron on the on the court. Yes, but so I the, also this think this like decision the, was fueled by something other than wanting to win the game. What?
3: I don't think it was Game Seven. They've played how many it games in last? It wasn't Game Seven. So, so, so what, so Jaren Jaren, was, what played, was the other played, consideration? What was it? We played Friday. Is so it that's Friday, load management. Sunday, so Monday? So that's load management.
2: So you're saying load management.
3: Yeah. I mean, to a certain degree.
2: I, I think he was playing to win the game. But, but if he wasn't, God bless you, Taylor Jenkins. I got no problem with that either. I'm a results guy. Like, who cares? I, well, like, we have not cared all year long if Matt Hurd has won or lost a game. Yeah. Why do I suddenly care now? I have not cared all year long if Scottie Pippen Jr. has won or lost a game. Why do I care now? I have not. I have cared about Gilliard whether he's won and lost games because he's been a Grizzly all year long. But I have. I, so I don't like whatever. Yeah, I, I,
3: I, I kind of got over the Gilliard thing. Pretty I think quickly.
2: these. Th- I think honestly, like the loss, the wins are. This really was. You called it the perfect loss. Yes, this was the perfect loss. It was you. You got to watch the whole game. And whole it was, game, and it was entertaining. Entertaining, which is what. And we, there were sentimental moments. Matt Hurt gets to make his
3: NBA debut, but on a, on a being, Monday night with not. Let's be real, right? We are in the. What are we, Those people got to enjoy it up until the last three correct. minutes anyway. Well, it, they, they
2: got to be hooting and hollering and say, "Look at Matt Hurt! Right? We just called him up, and he's better than the Kings." Correct. So, so that's you get like, all that fun. Yes. Plus, you don't have a damaging victory. Yes.
3: The perfect loss. Makes his NBA debut 10 points. How about that? I mean, that I, heard, fun. I heard the whispers, and I didn't want to sit there and, and disagree with him. But, like, I heard shades of Baroni ball where everyone was out. They had a job. Their job was to even lose, listen, even but to be it, interesting. I, here's the truth. Taylor Jenkins
2: said his 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 marching orders, this is according to Drew Hill of the Daily Memphian, marching orders to the team were to go out and have fun. Asked about the loss afterwards, this is what he said. I had a blast. Yeah, he had a blast. You guys were playing hard. He had a blast. If he had a blast, I had a blast, and you all should have had a blast. So um, it is. <laughs> there, there, were other. Um, just um, it was their. Um, it, 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 it it yet another starting lineup. It, it's just been unbelievable. They, and and for January, they are with twelve different starting lineups. Twelve different starting lineups in January. Yes. In fact, maybe our theme this morning is starting lineups. How many games, how many games have they had in January?
3: Let me let me, they check. They were 8 and 7 in January. <laughs> I mean, they can't have more they than have 20 a games, right? Record 8 and 7 in January. So 12, they had 15 games in 12 starting lineups. 15 games
2: in 12 starting lineups. That's insane.
0: Lineups.
2: <laughs> it's insane. And they're giving everything you could want. Um, including including let's be honest, the uh, the L, so I am not outraged. Some at would all. say the W. Now, if that had been a game seven of the NBA Finals, and he had done that and left him out, and the game was decided by the time he reinserted him,
3: he would be getting savaged today and
2: appropriately.
3: Right, but if it were also the game seven of the NBA Finals, he wouldn't have had Scottie Pippen no, Jr. No, that's a
2: hundred percent true. The rest but of that the guys suggests like,
3: that that as I, a winning strategy, it was not the best strategy.
2: If I just also think,
3: though, would you do it in Game 7 as a straw man argument? It's not
2: a straw man argument. There's a lot it, of— No, what it does, it isolates. But what it does, that argument, what it does is isolates. If the whole point is to win this
3: game, was that the best strategy? Okay, but it you do isolates have to acknowledge that question. There is some— I don't know if bad so faith, no. but it's not a good faith argument.
1: It's, if a, it's a totally this good Game faith.
3: Seven, Because, like, when everyone does the— Well, if this were so-and-so, it's like, you are taking an extreme measure. It's not Game 7. I, I, it is not Game Seven, but if the point was to win
2: the game, you would have done that. It's not even a playoff. If that game. was the hi- no, but if the point was, if it was a, if if if, the, if it was a game. Seven, if you were playing for playoff position, the last game of the season, you would have done it. You would not have yanked him. So I'm, I'm just isolating the fact that as a winning strategy, it was not the best winning strategy. Anyway, moving on. Other starting lineup questions. Penny Hardaway, uh, mm. tried and true. Penny Hardaway. Uh, did his radio show last night, and um, I'm so done with the talk. I have to say, I am so done with the talk. Um, and um, you know, uh, this time, uh, time for excuses is over. He said that. I'm sorry. Are you done with the? You're done with the talk around the Tigers. Are you done or with you're the done with- talk from them about what? I just want them to. I want to see the next game now. Got it. You know okay, what I mean. I'm, we are in a complete agreement. There's Well, the truth of the matter is that there's nothing Penny can say. I actually like the talk from our listeners yesterday. I like getting their perspectives. Um, And so I'm not done with the talk. I think people are appropriate to be worried and to talk about this team and to be speculating about what comes next and what ails them and whatever else. In terms of from the team itself and from Penny, I guess after last week when it was all like, this is, this is the moment you're going to see Memphis basketball. Put all up, of that. Put up or show and of time. then we saw what we saw. Yeah. W- why would what he said last night matter, except for um, the point that he made that he didn't know who would be starting? And in fact, this was a dramatic step, Jeffrey. Mm. Normally, the practice team is divided between white and blue, mm. and the starters and the non starters, right? And so w- one wears one color and one wears the other color. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, this is pull not all stops.
3: They all wore the same color. Okay, so this is interesting. I was asking, I was asking Munz yesterday, what are the next steps? Like because we've already had uh, time to get serious, <laughs> toughest practices of this the year. This is like the stages of yeah. grief. Yeah, this is the so walking through the stages of grief. So the, right. As and maybe it was Mark I was talking with. Mark made a good point can you really trust a players-only meeting right now? Because it doesn't seem like a players-only meeting no. would be effective no, because no, 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 a players-only no, no, no. meeting might turn into a food fight. Right, exactly. You can't yeah. I mean, like, players-only so, meeting. So what are we got? I did not see. All right, everyone's wearing the same jersey colors. There's everyone's the no, same jersey there's colors. There's no offense. There's no defense. Yeah. Nobody's got a red jersey on either. So let me ask you this. Who would you start,
2: and who do you think Penny will start? In fact, you know how at the beginning of the year, I give you a football season, I give you $1,000. Yeah. To go invest for me? Yeah, I'm gonna give you, and this time I really will do it. Uh-huh. One dollar. Okay. For every starter that you can name,
3: uh, you, you know, I've got it for one. tomorrow night. I've got an infant. Just saying. you've got this one. Yeah, no, I've got, I've got an infant. So you know, maybe maybe ten dollars. What? No, One dollar. Uh-huh. Maybe I should lower it to fifty cents. All right, I, I do think I'm getting fifty cents at least. Uh, okay. uh, I, think Malcolm, f- I think Malcolm's going to play. Malcolm is going to play.
2: Malcolm is going to be a starter. Because even, even if I, they, I, I believe this 100%, right? Malcolm is going to
3: be a starter. I think he's still going to keep playing David Jones, even though I think there's an argument to say, sit your ass on the bench, son. The most dramatic thing he could do yes. would be to put start Jones and Quinterly off the bench. I would think Jones even more than Quinterly. But yes, I would agree. Do you, what are the odds that he might do that? So one or the you other. You could talk me into one, but not both, because at a certain, I think. But you, if you do one, but not both, you're picking sides.
2: You're saying this is the guy who's corrosive, and this is the guy who's not. Well, maybe, and in their maybe that's own need, way, that's aren't what, they
3: both? Maybe you need to acknowledge. I, am not as convinced that Quinterly is. I think Quinterly might be trying to play middleman, and I think he's. Oh, in, so you would sit Jones oh, and not Jones. Quinterly. I, I think the strongest statement you can make is sitting Jones.
2: And let's be honest, this has been an interesting week because Kendrick Davis has been back, uh, you know, yep. playing against the hustle. And every time he opens his mouth, you're like, oh, that's what a leader looks like. Like, that's what a, that, that's what a great this player, year. that's what a great player who is also a, and, and what did you hear from him last year? I would desperately want to get to the tournament. I desperately want to get to the tournament. Yes, he took the big shots last year. In the same way that David Jones does wants to this year, you also look at his assist numbers. Yeah, you know I don't think people resented Kendrick Davis being the best player on that team. I think they fell in behind Kendrick Davis and, De- and DeAndre Williams being the best player on the team. The difference, yeah. one of the huge differences with this team and last year's team is Kendrick Davis and DeAndre Williams were your leaders last year. Yes, there's this team and has this a year leadership it's David voice. Jones and it's I don't even Devon think David Gwinterly. Jones is a leader. Or whatever, he just, They're your best players. Those are your best yeah, yeah. players last year. This year, best players this year. Oh uh, yeah. Everyone says how great it is when your best player is your hardest worker.
3: Yeah. How about when your best player doesn't guard? That's you know, or um, you know, is only worried about what his numbers look like. Yeah, that's the big problem. If your best player,
2: I mean, let's be honest, Karl Anthony Towns and the Timberwolves, 100%. until they read, until they recast that team. Yeah. And now Anthony Andrews is their best player. And, you know, like, whatever. And and when your best player only cares about numbers? Yes. So, um, all right, continuing along this task, you think Dave Jones will start. You're willing to put – I'm going to go up to a dollar, Jeffrey. That's the kind of guy I am. You know? I think – Given my seniority here, my salary's a little bigger than yours. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to, you know what I mean? Like, I never yeah, no, want to be accused that. of
3: being cheap. Yeah, yeah.
2: So I'm going to actually give you uh-huh. $1 for each starter you can mention
3: here, and you're going to include David Jones. I think so. Because I don't think, I think Penny doesn't penny, have the toughest Penny to sit is him. also backed. This is, this is what Penny people have to acknowledge, too. Penny backed himself into a corner when he did all of that bloviating about David Jones is the most—he's such a joy to coach. I've never enjoyed coaching a player more than this, and you know, I, I, let me should all now take the the early season vow. Yeah, never to pay don't
2: any attention. I, I swear to God, there were more stories, yeah. and I bet Parth wrote one. I, I don't know if Munz did or not about how the chemistry of this team mm-hmm. best ever. Yeah.
3: That's I, I, like uh, we have to start treating we, it like we don't. We have to take f- the pledge. We also and do not fall for it in football. Of that, they're bigger, stronger, and faster. Yeah, we don't. We don't think every. But for some reason, with we basketball, we've chosen to go in.
2: <laughs> I don't know why. Um, all right. So. Um, oh God. All right, David Jones is your second.
3: Are, this is, a big, I, I think this is a big investment. This is a big investment. I think I'm going to do it.
2: Okay, who? Jaden. Jaden, he's their most solid player. Mm-hmm. That's what I hear. And nobody in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if everybody in the room could agree on anything, for God's sakes, that would be a good thing. So That's um the trust the most. So the guy that everyone knows should be playing. So Jaden would be one. Who are you taking out of so well we'll see. I guess we'll see who you're taking out of All the All right, line. so I've got Malcolm, David, Jaden.
3: Do you need it? you need a? do you need another big? I don't think he's going to do that. I think he'll, he'll keep Jordan in there. I don't sense that he's particularly upset at Jordan. How, how, what do you think
2: about putting Tomlin back in there? Like just saying let's let's do this, you know? Let let's do let's put our best players on the floor, and let's unleash I'm not whatever sure we think that Tomlin he is. is. I'm not sure he th- has not been right. You know what I mean? He has not been, but maybe you need to
3: unlock him as a way of getting this team to its. I, you, could, I, I, you could tell me he's going to put Jalen Young in there to, like, spark, like spice it up. To try, that's the statement. You put Jalen Young and have Quinterly come off the bench. So you've got
2: Walton out and Quinterly out.
3: Yes. So I've got Jaden in. And Jalen Young. Yeah, Jordan and Dandridge. I think that's how he shakes it up. <sighs> Honestly, though, you could talk me into It's just going to be the same five. Because there is a <laughs> – there's another option. There's another aspect of it here. I, 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 honestly, there is a money aspect.
2: There Because they're being paid. Yes. I think – here's what I believe. I, I think, I think you should take your best players and put them on the damn court. And then if they F up, then pull them. Right? You know what I mean? Like, at that point – my view is the next step should be winning with your best players. I think it the should problem be not though is effing okay. around. Okay. It should be not whatever. And and by the way, I want to go f- here further. I believe that they will win. Like we're having this, they will win their next four games because they're going to beat Rice. They're going to beat. I'm Wich-
3: willing to go. I'm willing to go the next three. They're going to beat Wichita State. I'm willing to go the next three. They're going to beat Temple. Yep. like the, I'm willing the, to go the, those three. Uh, and then they got Tulane at home. See. And and I do think the same problems exist. What? The same problems exist. Yeah, with but Tulane. they will have at that point. They will have confidence. They will have but momentum. Last year. Last year they had they come, like confidence.
2: They, they will have that. momentum, and they will beat Tulane. And we will look up uh, whatever that a week and a half from now, and we will be feeling. Listen, they, they,
3: it won't all isn't well because there's you know there's tough they had games won remaining. five straight before Tulane beat them at home last year, and that included an SMU win. They're going to win. Cincinnati I'm win. telling you, they're going to win the next four games. They're going to win the next four th- games. I'm willing to ride with you and the next three. Will,
2: and what will the – and I, honestly, you asked me what they need. I think that's what they need. What they need now is Ws. And what they need now is I – mean, you say it all the time. Winning creates yeah. chemistry. And so – and that's why, because I think they're going to start winning, Petty shouldn't go with some, you know, Sharon Font lineup Stick here. with it. You know what I mean? You shouldn't be – because th- then what have you created? What you want to do – is create confidence on momentum in your best players and belief maybe some belief in each other and all of that. Like we can do this together. And there's no better opponent than Rice. So I don't want some screwed up lineup that's gonna make you think that the key to your victory was that Jaden Hardaway started. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think you and then he's gonna, I gotta keep playing Jaden, I gotta keep playing starting Jaden. Solid look, We just beat Rice. And so I want the best players out there to see if they can win because they're gonna win. And 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 see if winning, just like it did in the fall, in the non-conference schedule, helps create a certain glue for a team that is badly need of some glue. The glue is going to be winning the next three
3: games. That's the best. That's their best chance of putting this together. I agree with you. I would also make this rebuttal to you, though. You and I can come up with who we think the best players are. (laughs) I don't know if Penny knows. I don't think he has conviction.
2: What's the debate? I mean, what's the debate? I, I, it is interesting. Is Quinterly one of their best players? I think No, no, inter- not, not as Quinterly. Is Townland one of their best players? I
3: don't know. I really don't. And I'm not—like, is he is he one of their best prospects? Sure. Like, he looks the part, but I don't know. I think, I think Malcolm I think I think I would, has consistently start, been better this year than Tomlin has been. And I'd I don't really think that's debatable. I'd play them together. I'd start them together. So the question is is Tomlin been better than and,
2: Jordan? He has not been. Although, but Do you he, think he is guys, a hi, he has a higher ceiling. Could he be better? He has a higher ceiling. I would start the two of them and then I would start. and, Jones, Tomlin's I'm sorry, and Jordan's Walton.
3: your first big off the bench. I
2: don't have a problem with that. And then I'd start, and I'd start the, and I'd start the Walton Jones and Quinterly, and I'd say, "Go beat, go beat Rice. Figure out how to play together." Yeah, and play thirty-five minutes. Yeah, and i w- I wouldn't, I wouldn't do what Penny had fears, like Penny's about to do, which is like give all these hardworking about role see, players. We're about to see fourteen guys. Yeah, which not, which not going to establish any continuity whatsoever.
3: I'm with you completely.
2: <sighs> all right, uh, we got Chris Harrington straight up at. 10 o'clock and fish on Friday on Tuesday after that. If you're selling your home, Josh Heiser is the person to call a um, whole bunch of reasons for that. Honestly, like when I met with him, you could just, his expertise, his enthusiasm, um, his conviction, but also like the, the deals, <laughs> uh, flexible fees, no upfront cost, and electric out of the contract at any time. That's like a, like, yeah, anytime you can text me and say, uh, this isn't working for me. You, you won't, but like it, it, that's the confidence he has in his ability to sell your home. Pop on over to Google. More than three star Google reviews. People who use Josh know Josh gets results. Spring is coming. Maybe you're getting your house ready to put on the market for whatever reason. Um, I recommend calling Josh Hysaw and his team. You do that by calling 901-461-8147, 901-461-8147, or joshsellsthemidsouth.com. Back in a moment, Jeff Calkinshaw, 92.9 FM ESPN.
1: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
3: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
1: You have 47 new voicemails.
3: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
0: Starting on Thursday, 92.9 FM ESPN and Robert
1: Irwin Jewelers are spreading the love. Listen for details on Thursday. Happy
0: Valentine's.
1: I'm Bob AmericanEagle.com has the resources, experience, and talent needed to produce solutions. Our new technology platform developed by AmericanEagle.com has produced tremendous results with higher traffic, conversion, engagement, and online revenue. If you have any home repairs you need to take care of, check us out at RepairClinic.com. If you need a world-class website or technology project, then I would highly recommend AmericanEagle.com. Call AmericanEagle.com
3: at 773-NETWORK. That's AmericanEagle.com 773-NETWORK.
0: Hey, Kathy, you know, I've been seeing those State Farm commercials. You guys have built quite a team. Holmes, Kelsey, Derrick Henry. Mundo
1: auto and Mahomes. Oh, yeah. Steve, we're proud of that team, and I'm proud of my team.
3: Your team is awesome. I know firsthand. If there's a question or problem
0: there on top of it.
1: My name is on the sign outside, but it's my talented team inside that makes the difference. Hey, call
0: Kathy Thurman Edwards, State Farm agent on Brookhaven Circle.
1: 901 767 7744. I'm not as cute as Jake,
0: but I'm better looking than a lizard. At Gossett Mitsubishi on the Pike, new inventory is arriving daily, and we've got what you've been
3: looking for to start the new year off right. Get off to a great year in your award winning 2024 Mitsubishi Outlander. $329 a month, or buy it for $29,910. Take a spin in your new 2024 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross. $29,445, or lease for $449 a month. How about 2023 Mitsubishi Outlander PHEV? 420 total range and PGE, you own it for $649 a month. Plus, no worries with Mitsubishi's 10 year 100,000 mile powertrain limited warranty. You want it? We gossip at Gossip Mitsubishi, 1870 Covington Pike, or online anytime, MemphisMitsubishi.com. If you want it, we gossip
0: at Gossip.
3: HEV PZO 62303 MSRP 44355
2: Sport ru 1136 MSRP 28000 Eclipse RZO 12051 MSRP 31700
0: Includes all rebates and incentives PF695 Excludes tax and license with approved credit See dealer for complete details Offer value through end of the month dealer stock only It's 2024 We know all about trends and the cult-like following they have online But unlike all those trends that come and go Mountain Dew Baja Blast has been enjoyed by fans since its introduction way back in 2004 and has remained a fan favorite The longevity of Baja Blast Is cross generations with its ocean-like color and tropical lime flavor that keeps fans coming back for more. It's bold and refreshing and don't you think that's worth celebrating? We sure do. That's why we're finally giving the people what they want. Baja Blast in stores everywhere. That's right. Baja Blast is now in stores all year long. And for a limited time with every purchase of Baja Blast in stores and at participating Taco Bell locations, you can collect coins for a chance to get Baja Gear or a Taco Bell deal. So, what are you waiting for? Pick up some Baja Blast today at a store near you. No purchase necessary. Open to U.S. residents 18 plus. Subject to official rules at BajaBlast.com and six fifteen twenty four. 24. Void where prohibited.
1: At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving.
0: Now, during Staples Print Big Sale, get $20 off your print purchase of $100
1: or more,
3: $50 off your print purchase of $200 or more, and $100 off your print purchase of
0: $300 or more. So the more you print at Staples, the more you save. To demonstrate, print, print, print at Staples. You save, save, save. But if you print, 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 print print, print, print at Staples, you save, 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 save. See how that works? Staples Print Big Sale. Print more, save more. Up to $100. dollars ends 210 Visit staples.com slash print for details. getting your biggest tax refund from Jackson Hewitt can lead to some spirited reactions Jackson yeah Jackson Hewitt is so sure that you'll get your biggest refund that if they don't you get your money back plus a hundred bucks Jackson yeah and Jackson Hewitt also guarantees the accuracy of your return for life who yeah So don't just sit there. For your biggest refund guaranteed, walk into a Jackson Hewitt today and dance out Jackson Hewitt! Yeah! It all comes down to this Super Bowl 58. Listen live from Westwood 1 on the Free Odyssey app. The Kansas City Chiefs. Takes the snap. Darts a passenger side, caught by Kelsey. Wrapped to the ground at the 12. And the San Francisco 49ers. With a comeback for the ages, the 49ers are going back to the Super Bowl wherever you are next Sunday. Stream Super Bowl 58 with Westwood One on the free Odyssey app. Download it today and search Super Bowl. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone line. Make your Valentine feel special at Frame Corner with 60% off ready-made frames for Valentine's Day for all your sports memorabilia. Live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios now on 92.9 FM ESPN.
2: I'll tell you about Robert Irwin Jewelers all the time because it's awesome and Valentine's Day is coming up and all of that good stuff. Also, by the way, make sure you're listening Thursday uh, on 92.9 because that's when a contest starts to win a $5,000 Robert Jewelers gift card. Robert Irwin Jewelers. Robert Irwin Jewelers. What did I say? Robert Jewelers. Jewelers. (laughs) We can't forget Irwin. $5,000. Never forget the Irwin. Uh, Robert, Robert Irwin Jewelers gift card. Um, I'm just trying to make sure you're alert, Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. Um, a, uh... A pack. Thursday, Thursday. Listen to 92.9 Ford Details, Robert Irwin Jewelers gift card. Thursday, five grand. Uh, God, that would make someone incredibly happy. You just walk into that place. I go to, there's a bunch of convenient locations. I go to the one right across from Novel on Parkinson's Extended. You walk in there, just stunning jewelry everywhere. And then, if you actually happen to ask Howie or whoever's there to, like, Talk to you about diamonds. Oh, my God. They love diamonds. They love talking about diamonds. They love showing you about diamonds. They love talking you through the process of buying diamonds. They love turning those beautiful diamonds into beautiful diamond rings. Anything you can dream up, they can um, create. And, of course, they've got the meant-to-be guarantee. So if you buy a custom-made engagement ring at Rabadon Jewelers, you have 365 days to return it if you wish. And then on top of all of that, Starting Thursday, listen here for a chance to win a five thousand dollar Robert Irwin Jewelers gift card. All right, Jeffrey, we've got important Grizzlies breaking news. Yes, we do. Of course, we got to sign more guys. Uh, got to sign more guys. So uh, Woj, yeah, you know what? Aren't some transactions beneath him?
3: Apparently not. Who have the Grizzlies signed, Jeffrey? Jeff, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, team spokesman, the Memphis Grizzlies are signing center Trey Jimmison on a 10-day contract. Drew Kelso of One Motive Sports tells ESPN. See why he's got to release it? That's the agent there. Jimison, undrafted out of UAB, just completed a 10-day with the Wizards. He spent most of the season with Birmingham, averaging 12.9 points and 11.9 rebounds. And who else did they sign, Jeffrey? All right, here we go. The Grizzlies are signing guard uh, I'm sorry excuse me. The Grizzlies are signing G-lead forward Tosan Uwoman. <laughs> Uwoman. Ha! Uwoman. Ha! Sp- On a 10-day contract. To- wait, the first name is Tosan. Tosan, I believe. Yeah. I guess it could be Tosan. Um, okay. Okay, but and I'm then going with Tosan. E V B U O M W A M, okay, and uh, they're signing him too. But I looked it up according to the name, the pronunciation guide from Princeton. It was indeed a woman. Okay, so he is a uh, from my uh, Jeff. We didn't get out uh, GSL Sports Group agent George <laughs> uh, Langer, someone
2: who, who plays who plays very close attention uh-huh. to Ivy League basketball.
3: Yes, I can tell you
2: that Tosan is he's really a point forward. Yeah. He's a point forward. He's, uh, and one of, I think, one of the more underrated mm. passers in that draft class. Good. Um, well, from, he, he went undrafted. He was so underrated. <laughs> that's how underrated mm-hmm. he was. And so he's a very slick, he's a Brit, honestly. Yeah, of course. He's a Brit. Newcastle guy. Who fits right into Princeton. Mm-hmm. Slick passer and is a point forward. I think, mm-hmm. I think, listen, the same fans who fall in love with Matt Hurt are going to fall in love with Tosan.
3: I think it's going to be plucky. Holy cow. This sounds like this is the most Princeton kid that's ever existed. Uh-huh. Uh, Woman was born and raised in Newcastle upon the Tyne and is the son of a commercial... Upon commer- the Tide? Tyne. Tyne. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Tyne? Mm-hmm. Okay. Newcastle sorry. upon See, the Tyne. See, I should know that. hmm Is the son of a commercial pilot, Michelle, who became the first female captain to pilot a plane in Nigeria and a gynecologist, Isaac. So mother's a commercial pilot, Dad's, dad's, dad's a, a gynecologist. That's...
2: That's good for – and Tosun, yeah. he's a point forward. Yes. He's in, I'm one of the more underrated passers yeah. in that draft class. And a Trey Jemison, mm-hmm. as I recall uh, from my extensive work covering UAB Well, you uh, were such a huge CUSA guy. They're, they're, yeah. I, mean, I, I admired their, with the work during their NIT run, yeah. you know. And um, I think he once played for Clemson is my understanding. You nailed it. Before he then transferred. AK's pretty good at getting the second guys. Before he then transferred to UAB. Mm-hmm. And he's a uh, poor man,
3: Xavier Tillman. It sounds like he can really block shots, Jeff. Can he block shots? Oh, yeah. Well, at least he could in college.
2: Well, then, then that's good. Uh, and let's be honest. They uh, they have some rebounding deficiencies. These Even these G League Grizz. Uh, this guy even played Sabonis for three 26. high schools in Birmingham. Sabonis that's had, impressive. Sabonis had 26 rebounds
3: last night. Started uh, at Ramsey, high. then he transferred to Homewood, uh, and then he finished at Hoover. All right. Uh, so anyway, that's the breaking news. Uh,
2: many, thanks mm-hmm. the yes, thank <laughs> many thanks to all the you agents who made that. Yes, thank you. Many to all the agents who made that possible. Okay, Jeffrey, let's play a quick game Believe It or Not.
0: You now it's time for Believe It. Believe it. No, I don't even know if I believe now, a, or not? Even believe if, it or not. Even on if the Jeff Hawkins show,
2: even if Taylor Swift is not involved and Patrick Holmes is not involved, Patrick Mahomes well, is not is not involved. We, as Americans, like watching
3: NFL football. Believe it or not, uh, Jeff, I 100% believe you that. you believe that because it turns out what Fox got 60 million people to watch.
2: The, 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 there was a game. There was a game on Sunday that did not involve Taylor Swift. No. Did not involve Patrick Mahomes. No. Did not involve Andy In fact, Reid. Did not involve Detroit. Travis Kelsey. It, and, the Lions. And involved <laughs> the Detroit Lions and sixty million. Sixty. I thought it was fifty-six million. I think it peaked at sixty. Yes. That the the, the, the uh, whatever number you use, fifty-six million, the most watched since last year's Super Bowl. People watch the other one too, and they're going to watch the late game. That's just the way it goes. That's a product of timing. Had the games been flipped around, the more people would have watched the Chiefs game. It is interesting, though, isn't it? That, that that like, for all the frenzy over Patrick Mahomes and Taylor Swift and whatever, you know what we mostly like? The night game. <laughs> and then the NFL. Yeah. We mostly like the NFL. Yeah. It is the great, one of the great geniuses of NFL football. It seems we really like football, football, actually. We like football and is one of the amazing things, is that it doesn't really matter who is playing. We... Like football. Hey, related, um, related. Uh, believe it or not, Greg Olson is the best analyst out there and will be missed as the number one analyst on the Fox broadcast. Believe
3: it or not. All right, so I'm actually going to go against the grain on this. No, you I don't, you're don't not an Olson this. guy. I don't dislike Olson. I think Olson says... I think the fanboyism is a little but strong. But I do think the fanboyism... Greg has a lot of people on the Internet that he's friendly with, and that definitely, that definitely leads to it. I just don't notice anything that... I don't notice anything where I'm like, man, I hadn't thought of that. Now, I think I I, I, I just am—what well, I'm
2: impressed by, like, even the— He's been a professional. He tells me things that I don't know. Maybe you watch more football and you know more than I do, but he tells me— and then he also breaks it down. Like, you think about how quickly you have to— I mean, maybe it's obvious. Maybe everyone would have understood the situation the, the Lions were in with the timeouts and everything else. But he, like, instantly breaks that down. That's the job. If you've played Madden, you you
3: knew what was going on. That's the
2: job. Yes. But he does instantly break it down. Yes. I think he's really good. I think he's really good. And here's the thing Tom Brady is coming in, and and, okay, even if it's perception, not reality, that Greg Olson is the best. Yeah. If you're Tom Brady walking in to replace Greg Olson, are you the man who's following the
3: man? Like, is Tom Brady in a hard spot here? I don't think so. Because even though, like, Greg Olson is like, the indie band that's got its first big album like it's not like mainstream I, America doesn't right. care about if it's Greg Olson correct in fact I, I would say see that mainstream America would say like following Tony Romo would be a bigger deal but I think also the part, internet has turned on Tony I Romo. think that's a big part of the Greg Olson propping up is the fact that everyone's turning on Romo okay um I'm going to come back to have
2: a few more sports ones here in a minute, but I have a very pressing one I need to to address with you. All right. A burger place without tomatoes that does not even offer tomatoes on a burger is not a fully equipped burger place. Believe it or not. And I bring this up because Jack Brown's Beer and Burger Joint, which is opening in Cooper Young, proudly... Offers no tomatoes... Is, or lettuce, correct? Or lettuce on their burger. And the reason... Now, you're a huge no-lettuce guy, correct? I thought i thought lettuce on a sandwich it or a burger. Because yeah. I just take... I just am distracted by the leaf. Okay. I feel like they've taken a beautiful sandwich, and they've put a leaf in it. And I don't mind lettuce as lettuce. Like, I, right, right. I'll i eat a salad. I don't want it in my...
3: But your point is it, it gets to be too much on the sandwich. It's
2: distracting. Whereas the tomato doesn't distract me. I See, like a, a thin-sliced tomato... On a, and I, I'm not gonna hold. I, I would happily eat the uh, burger from Jack Brown's Beer and Burger Joint. But the fact that they, and here's why they don't see which is better. Taylor Jenkins' explanation for pulling Jaron Jackson Jr. with three and a half minutes left, or their explanation for no tomatoes. Their explanation for no tomatoes is you can't get good tomatoes all year round. And they're not going to offer some cardboard-ass taste in tomatoes. They want consistent excellence, and it is impossible with tomatoes to have consistent excellence.
3: Uh, yeah, I actually could have guessed what their explanation. I, I it think would, it kind of is th- true, it but, would on either a, be but fresh, who
2: cares on a, on a burger if it really is that great tomato?
3: I would also argue oftentimes tomatoes soggy up the burger. They make them. Uh, if it sits there for a long time,
2: that's true. It can saggy up the burger.
3: I, I'm not. I'm. I'm going to say I have no problem with this take because they have conviction in their take of why they're not doing it. It's not as to me like that's not as stands a perfectly ex- defensive. Correct. They they took a, a principled position.
2: approach. Correct. Is it just that they want to piss off people who like vegetables though? Like we're a burger joint. But,
3: Jeff, remember rule lesson number one: is not a vegetable. It's fruit. (laughs) That is true.
2: That is true. Oh, and another one in the non sports category. Um, You have not been to a Beale Street establishment in the
3: last five years. Believe it or not. So, uh, last playoff games, my brothers. Oh, you went? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We went to after one of the play after two of the playoff games. So, the first time we went to, actually, my wife and I went to the Ghost River Brewery. On the, is that the east end of Beale, So we went there, and then we went to Ten Roof after one of the games. Oh, so and I, I bring this up because uh, Sam Hardiman
2: over at the Daily Memphis had a story over the weekend about, and it was, interesting, it, it was like, it, the story was that the Grizzlies, as part of their effort to stay here in Memphis, that they are, they are invested in. They have plans not just for FedEx Forum, but for the Beale Street and the entire neighborhood around FedEx Forum. Right. Basically, that, um, and and the story emerged evidently because um, Jerry Green, who's a new uh, member of City Council, uh, went on a walking tour with Jason Wexler, and Jason Wexler, who's the president of the Grizzlies, was pointing out all the ways that Beale Street needs sprucing up. Let's just say that, right, and. Um, And she said they have a whole vision, a whole plan, and a whole plan for the future of Beale Street. So that was interesting and great scoop by Sam Hardiman. It did not say what the plan was. In fact, it said nothing about the plan. Correct. And so that all remains to be seen. It is interesting, though, for me, as I think about Beale Street, now, Beale Street is is the place that in Memphis people, Memphians have always said we don't really go to Beale Street. Tourists go to Beale Street, right? That's always been the thing. I would about say Beale Graceland's Street. more, but yes, but it's I, not I true think, though. I Young think, people go to, uh, to and I, that is true. It, it, here's the truth: when I first moved to Memphis, I went to Beale Street much more. I was a younger people. Yes. I was in my thirties. I would I would go drink and on Beale Street sometimes. Yes. Um, I do think though. That P- Memphian's attitude towards Beale Street, which was maybe once a little rolling eyes and skeptical, and it's a tourist place, whatever else, I do think it has changed over the. I, and I, I think it has changed to incorporate danger.
3: And um. I, yeah. I I, I would argue that more
2: citywide. Well, that's true. It's it's downtown and slash. In Beale fact, Street.
3: I would actually make the argument. Most people would go if you're downtown, don't get off Beale. Right, Beale Street is safer than the You're safe on Beale than you are as soon as you get off of Beale. But
2: I do believe that it is, and this is sort of one of the things. Like, there are other, every neighborhood in Memphis matters and should matter. We shouldn't just be focused on downtown, right? But you do need to be able to restore confidence in downtown.
3: Oh yeah, no. I and that is one hundred
2: percent for restaurants. I mean, I talk about the majestic all the time, and but but there's others like my my uh, Claire's son works at Catherine and Mary's, mm-hmm. like all the places downtown. Um, like they 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 need um, support in downtown. I mean, it's why the Rendezvous has been there for so long. Sure, and they've been there through the ups and the downs, and there have been times they said, you know, the old line was. Um,
3: If you're you're downtown, you're you're either going to the rendezvous or lost. You're
2: either lost or you're going to the rendezvous. And now, happily, there are beautiful places like the Majestic and whatever to go downtown. It's not just the rendezvous. Um, But I do think, and I think if you're the Grizzlies, doesn't it make sense? Like, I want to see what the plans are, of course, right? But doesn't it make sense that if you were going to be signing a new 30-year lease, that you would care not just about the building but the neighborhood? Wouldn't you care if you were signing a new 30-year lease for an apartment? Right? Wouldn't you care not just about the the, the 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 apartment itself, but the neighborhood?
3: Yeah, I think that's that's true. I also think that there is other considerations for them. I think that they have a lot of people that are interested in developing real estate wise. I think there's clearly definitely,
2: there's the real estate they, they, they are not doing this as an right. act of generosity. I don't think this
3: is just an altruistic. But I to your point. But I think it is also that's grounded. also a
2: net positive. If it were if it were a just a gorgeous neighborhood around Beale Street. I, it, the, the, then I don't think they'd feel right. like there's either an obligation or an opportunity, however right. you want to phrase it, yes. to do something. Yes, I now agree. Now something you. needs to be done, and I personally, and I, as I wrote in a column yesterday, um, am glad that they are, again, we'll, we'll see with the details, but I'm glad that they are um, embarked on it. Uh, it's Senior Bowl week, Jeffrey. Bo Nix is going to come out of Senior Bowl of week as a first-round NFL draft pick. Believe it or not. All right, who were who all got the invites? We have both uh, the quarterback's there. I don't Pennix know. Who got is the down invite. there, right? It's, it's Penix and Nix and uh Spencer Rattler are three of them. Okay. So we have Carter and, and, and I think both I think you can say that both those guys, Penix and Nick's, are borderline first. All right, here we go. So As the, is okay, I've got
3: it, I've got it. Here we go. Carter Bradley, the South Alabama guy. Um Sam Hartman. Joe Milton, Spencer Rattler, Michael Pratt, Bo, and Penix. Okay. I'm going to say senior bowl will not be good for Bo. No. I think I I think I think in the end, if you watched Bo play this year, like he had really good numbers, but Bo was like captain check down for the most part. Like he was, it was a lot of throwing to open guys and I, it was funny. I was reading scouting
2: reports. Tell me if you agree with this. All right. And the scouting reports were got a, certainly a big enough arm and certainly enough
3: mobility. Issue is enough accuracy. Mo- Issue is mobility. Accuracy. I disagree on big enough arm, but he's like, I don't think he's got a. Not, not a cannon. Be, big enough arm, enough mobility. Yeah.
2: As you point out, checks the parcels boxes yes. Yes. of being a whatever. But the, the,
3: the complaint, and I've seen it multiple football. places, was accuracy. Yeah. He's, yes, he is not accurate. Like the guy will. The guy is the king of and, hit and, a, drag, a drag route at your feet. And if that's the, one of the questions about you, this is not a good week for you because no, you're not working throwing. with your
2: own receivers. And it's and all it's, throwing. And it's so – I like don't seven think it's a great Seven it's, it's
3: a lot of just who – will, Who will come out – What quarterback will be, people be raving about coming out of this week? So I think I'm going to sh- uh, surprise you on this one. I think they'll be impressed with Spencer Rattler. I think they'll be impressed with Rattler because, A, he played on a really bad team last year. And I think for the most part, he actually he acquitted himself pretty nicely. It's just he got a lifetime achievement award for being just such a D-bag that we're just like, are not really willing to give him credit. But he actually, like he was tough and he, he played hard and he played well. I think Hartman's going to have the same issues he always did. He just doesn't have a huge arm. You could tell me they fall in love with Milton because they see what a freak he is. Pratt's going to have the same problem that Bo's going to have. I think the guy that will surprise you the most is Rattler. And then I think there will be some confirmation bias on Penix. There's gonna be some teams that really like him and they're gonna be they're gonna convince themselves. Um by the way, great uh NFL Network 212 for Direct TV. It's a tremendous during the day watch. Senior bowl practice starting tomorrow. They yeah. actually have practice today, but I think the TV
2: broadcast starts tomorrow if you're interested in the Senior Bowl and of course. I am. The uh The highest-ranked—don't look at this. All right. The highest-ranked free agent with local connections in the NFL this year is Tony Pollard. Believe it or not. Okay, local connections. That means—I think that means— Are we going like the— Ole Miss, Tennessee, Memphis— you know. Yeah, I think. So. Yeah, I'm going to say I do believe that. Right? Yeah, no, no, that's not true. I asked. It's a trick question. Of course. Okay. It's poorly phrased, clumsily phrased. Bryce Huff. Ah, Bryce Huff is 18. Good for Bryce Huff. Good
3: man. That means he's going to get a
2: payday then. 18 on the. I mean, Bryce Huff is right after and Michael off Pittman. The, he's the right position to get Boys can get paid. He's only 26. After recording a total of seven and a half sacks over his first three pro season, Huff produced 10 in 2023 for the Jets. His pass rush win rate of 21.8, ranked eighth in the league. He's a flamethrower off the edge with an electric first step and the lower body flex to turn the corner at a high rate of speed. (coughs) Huff is a 3-4 outside linebacker with major upside in nickel passing situations. He ranks ahead of people like uh, Calvin Ridley. Who's at 23? It's <laughs> just incredible. Kyle Duggar, first-round pick of the Patriots. I think he was a first-round Well, round Ridley pick. didn't acquit himself
1: very nicely. This um, year. He had an opportunity.
2: Saquon Barkley is 27. Um, Let's see. <laughs> yeah. Jonah Williams, uh, tackle for the Bengals, is 30. I'm trying to think of names that people might remember. Patrick Queen, former first-round pick, I believe, 33rd for the